This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. The Synod of Synodality is well underway, and almost no one in the West is participating. People mostly don't care, and that was a predictable thing. Certainly the most radical and active laypersons in the modernist camp are participating, but virtually no one else is. The modernists have noticed this, and are asking themselves why. And they're asking this because without lay participation, their proposed, preordained, and predetermined changes will not be seen as legitimate. They know this, and so they want to get young people involved, which is on its face laughable. So let's go over this story today and ask yourselves this. Did the modernists do this to themselves? Is modernism even attractive to most young Catholics? Let's explore this further. Our story comes from the Vatican propagandist Massimo Fascioli, a man whose name is so unfortunate that if said in a typical American way, it would trip our host's naughty words algorithm. But he is asking the question at hand, and it's honestly kind of funny because he doesn't see the forest for the trees. Headline from Commonweal Magazine. Unexcused absence. Why aren't colleges more involved in the synod? The article is penned by everyone's favorite Vatican propagandist, and he is asking a basic question that shows that even by asking it, the modernists have no idea why younger Catholics want nothing to do with their false gospel, with their new religion, with their novelties and innovations that are at best a distortion of the message of our Lord, if not an outright fabrication of it. The modernists simply don't understand why most mainline Novus Ordo parishes are mostly devoid of younger Catholics, and they especially don't understand why the population of any traditional Catholic parish skews heavily towards younger Catholics. They believe that what the media tells us young people are into, activism being the change agent, being the change you want to see in the world, and all the rest of that rot. The modernists honestly believe that is what all young people want, and so they expect their synod of synodality to be attractive to young people. After all, what did the German bishops say over and over again about the synod of synodality? That they would use it to change the church forever. But let's see how Massimo expresses it. According to Massimo, quote, the synodal process in advance of the Synod on Synodality of October 2023 is officially underway, or should be underway, in all local churches. But if you spend any time on the campus of a Catholic college or university, as a student, teacher, member of the staff, parent, or simply because your house or parish is near one of those campuses, you'd never think that the church is in the midst of the biggest ecclesial event since the Second Vatican Council, one that's supposed to involve the entire people of God. There just seems to be a feeling of indifference about the whole thing. End quote. Now, you notice how he frames the Synod as the biggest ecclesial event since the Second Vatican Council. What have I and pretty much any commentator worth their salt in any medium been saying about the Synod? We've all been saying that it's a de facto Third Vatican Council. It appears Massimo agrees with that assessment. And he goes on to remind us that during Vatican II, most young people were forced to watch from the sidelines via traditional media, and barely a mention was made of the needs of the young at that time. He laments this, though I don't know in what world asking the advice of people who have no worldly experience is considered a good thing, unless you're looking to make some kind of revolutionary change. And he does mention that the aftermath of Vatican II was driven by the youth, as if that's a good thing. And remember what we're talking about here, the late 60s into the mid-70s. Well, that's not surprising. But then he goes on to say this, quote, 
There just isn't the same kind of interaction or energy today, at least in the United States. In the preparation for the synodal process launched by Pope Francis in October 2021, there was no special attention to or guidance set out for students and universities. The synodal process program released in April 2021 included guidelines for submitting contributions before April 2022, but they were not very clear. The Dicasteries of the Roman Curia, the universities, Faculty of Theology, the Union of Superiors General, International Union Superiors General, and other unions and federations of consecrated life and international lay movements shall also provide their own contributions to the General Secretariat of the Synod of Synods. Consequently, it's not very clear what's happening at Catholic universities in the United States. As for the Vatimecum published by the Bishop's Synod in September 2021, it vaguely mentions the role of schools and universities in the listening phase of the diocesan level, and concerning the role of the bishop. Even though the bishop's synod was appointed, eminent theologians, women and men, lay and clergy, as experts, it seems to have given little attention to the importance of contributions from the global Catholic theological and academic community. And while Pope Francis often encourages young people to be active in the church, to shake things up and make a mess, the synodal process doesn't seem to offer college students or the university community at large, much opportunity to get involved. End lengthy quote. All right, so here's the thing. I sincerely doubt that most young people want to be involved in this, even if you made it easier. And as he's pointing out at the U.S. bishops, despite the many problems within the U.S. bishops and their wavering orthodoxy, to be very nice to them about it, they've all had a front row seat to what happens when you give young people access to changing the system. It's not pretty. Think back to images from the summer of 2020, and you'll begin to get an idea of why the bishops might be hesitant to put too much weight into what younger Catholics want. And for those who think that example is unfair, remember, outside of traditional circles, young Catholics want much of the faith redrafted to fit the hyper-modernist agenda. Many young Catholics are attracted to tradition, but certainly not all of them. And those that aren't often want the faith to reflect their secular political values. It's a severe distortion of the faith, and that is what the modernists are hoping to harness to make their new religion completely bury the old. But here Massimo laments the fact that Catholic universities aren't being harnessed to bring this young revolutionary spirit to bear onto the church. Think about the impact secular universities have had on the discourse in the West in the past few years, especially, and then think about what he is saying here. Quote, what should we make of this? Francis's encouragement of social and ecclesial movements has always been clear, but he has generally kept the academic world at arm's length. It's not anti-intellectualism, but rather a general distrust of elites. The university is seen as a locus of power and expertise. The synodal process, on the other hand, proposes a rebalancing of power, not only between lay and clergy, but also between elites and the people. But the distance between Catholic universities and the synodal process is a bad sign. Universities are still an important place for the church to do its thinking, and the synodal process seems barely to take that into account and vice versa. The Catholic Theology Academy generally isn't interested in offering courses in ecclesiology with attention to the institutional dimension of the church, though there have been some efforts. See, for example, this webinar from Boston College of Theology and Ministry Continuing Education. Or a very different example is the course on synodality offered by the Jesuit-run Pontifical Gregorian University in Rome. <laughs> You can't make this up. And in an environment where many militant bishops show little or no interest in synodality, there has been a very weak institutional response from the organizations of Catholic theologians on this front, mea culpa, at least so far. 
American Catholic theologians have provided and are providing important contributions on the theology of synodality, but there's been little organized institutional effort to claim a place at the table, perhaps because there's been no official invitation from the USCCB or the Bishop's Synod, end quote. This brought to mind something for me, something from the immediate post-Vatican II era. I don't know if you knew this, but in the years immediately following the Council, the Catholic universities in the West rebelled against Rome. No, they didn't do it to uphold tradition in the face of rampant modernism. Instead, they pushed modernism far beyond what the modernists in Rome wanted to embrace at that time. They published something called the Land O'Lakes Statement, which I'll cover in one of my weekend videos on modernism eventually. But in essence, the statement said that the Catholic universities were beholden not to Rome and to defend the faith, but instead they were beholden to pursuing academic freedom and the rest of that stuff. That might sound fine on the surface, but Catholic universities became hotbeds of all sorts of nonsense as a consequence. They're where the errors we see today came from regarding valid reception of the Eucharist by public unrepentant sinners, including high, high, high-profile Catholics, and where rejection of the church's moral law is taught by priests and religious, among many other errors. All of this was fueled by the modernist spirit that Massimo wants to channel now for Francis's remaking of the church into the universal church of man. He laments that universities aren't involved in this, and he can't figure out why. It's pretty simple why they're not involved. Young Catholics often either don't have the faith enough to care, or they are budding traditionalists, or leaning towards tradition at any rate. That's why they're not involved. They can't be bothered with this stuff. But I want to bring in a different view here. A website I don't ever cite had an interesting article on why young people are leaving the church in alarming numbers because it's something we all worry about. Headline from scienceandcatholicism.org. Why young Catholics are leaving in droves and what can be done to keep them Catholic. The article is really a pitch for a book the author wrote, which if you want information on that, you can read the article, which I've linked on my site, everturntotradition.org, in today's show notes. Just look for the post with this podcast title in it and you'll find the article there. But his point is this. Young Catholics as young as 10 are often leaving the church because they are getting bombarded with secular humanist science messages that the modernists have failed to reconcile with the church. They often embrace the message of the secular humanists, and the result is a contradiction that anyone can see plainly. Those young people who persist are often not all that Catholic and certainly not fervent enough to participate in the Synod, and I know this because while I was in grad school, I was a regular volunteer at my alma mater's Newman Center, whose sole purpose was to catch Catholics as they entered the public university and to keep them in the faith and to help them grow in the faith. We saw many sleepwalking Catholics who would leave the faith by the end of the first year in college. While that was at a public university, the Catholic universities are not that much better. In many ways, they're completely indistinguishable from what a secular public school is like. They teach the same nonsense, they promote the same values, they often just dress it up a bit with some Bergolian words of wisdom. But the effect is always the same. Many simply walk away. What Massimo and his modernist allies don't understand is that young people, when exposed to modernism in the church, have typically one of two responses. They either walk away when they feel they have the freedom to, or they run towards traditional Catholicism when the opportunity arises. Those who don't choose those options aren't going to have the fervor that Massimo is looking for to push the modernist program at the Synod of Synodality, simply because the one thing the modernists have accomplished is to breed widespread indifferentism and apathy towards the faith among young people. Their message cannot compete with the secular message, and so many are left bored and frankly not caring all that much about what some meeting of the church is proposing. Massimo doesn't get that. He and his program are the problem, and no one wants their solution. 
there is a serious error being made by the modernists. They believe that the faith is purely political, or that it can be expressed in such terms at any rate. You are all familiar with the caricature of Catholicism that hardline Protestants have. That claim that Catholicism is a works-based false gospel, that we believe that we have to earn our ticket into heaven by doing good deeds and all the rest of it. They present a straw man distortion of the church's doctrine on the role of works in our salvation. But here's the thing. The modernists are promoting a works-based doctrine. They promote a change-the-world message. Francis himself has said that he wants people to go out and make a mess of things, that the contemplative religious orders need to be going out and doing works instead of spending their days in prayer. And if he meant if he meant by those things, go out and spread the gospel and make converts for Christ, I probably wouldn't be doing what I do right now because of it. But that's not what they do. The modernists promote a works-based doctrine. And because of how political the institutions of the church have gotten in the past few decades, they believe firmly in the politicization of the faith and turning into some grotesque activist parody of the faith. And this goes back all the way at least to Paul VI, who stood before the United Nations and gave a great big speech about how great the new international system was. And that is why Massimo, by the way, cannot figure out why young people are not participating, since we all know how much young people love to get engaged in activism. It's sort of taught in the schools as something that's a virtuous activity. Maybe Massimo will figure it all out before it's too late for him. False gospels don't sell. What did you think about this? Is Massimo simply giving voice to what the modernists are asking themselves behind closed doors? Is my assertion that the modernists have crafted a false gospel of works and materialism correct, or am I going too far? Let me know your thoughts in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't, it really does help. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.